Good morning. Um, it was really neat how this happened. Um, I've been going now for, I guess, the past almost six years to churches and sharing Love, Inc. and, you know, sharing what's going on and, and all of that. And one day, about two weeks ago, I came in and was just touching base with Pastor um, Dave and started saying, you know, I was over at Calvary. So sometimes when you don't see me, it's because I'm at another church, Sharon Loving. And I was over at Calvary and, you know, it really went well. And he said, well, you know, I'd like for you to do that here. And I said, well, you know, I I would be honored to do that. And uh, so I said, so how many minutes do I get? (laughs) Because that's typically, I get anywhere from three to ten minutes, depending on what church I'm at. And he said, well, and sharing your heart. (laughs) Bringing the message and sharing your heart. And I've done that at other churches, but it's always been strictly loving. But I believe that God today, he's doing something a little different. So you're going to hear loving, but you're also going to hear Debbie Ramsey. And so um, give me grace. I'm not a pastor. But this is what God put on my heart. And I'm so thankful that he looks at our heart. Because a lot of times our actions, what we think and what we do, I'm glad he doesn't always look at that, but he's looking here. So my name is Debbie Ramsey. I've been in this community since I was five years old. I went to Sturgeon Elementary and then Sturgeon Elementary across the street over here in Sturge Draft. I met my husband when I was 16 years old. I didn't really like him. I'll be honest with you, I didn't. <laughs> and boy, God was in the middle of that one. <laughs> he asked me out on April Fool's Day. Think about that. And we just celebrated 35 years of marriage. And it hasn't been easy. <laughs> marriage is a journey it is a journey I have two beautiful children Jessica and Trevor I feel so blessed and in 2010 I was as my grandmother would say I had gotten too big for my britches I was in a job that was overwhelmingly hard, but it had many, many perks and benefits and, um, you know, the company car, all those things that, um, expense accounts, things that, you know, you, the world thinks is what you need. But my daughter was getting married to the man she met in high school at 16 years old, praise God. And I had taken off Christmas for vacation, and New Year's came, and they had increased all of our goals and everything, and I just was, I went to my husband, and I'll be honest with you, him and I were struggling because I had gotten too big for my britches. And I said, I can't do this anymore. And I'll never forget this. He looked at me, and he said, I left the insurance, and so I left it, 
my life insurance and all those things, again, that the world holds tight to. And I said, Lord, I'm going to trust you. I don't know what in the world, but we'll get by. I enjoyed my daughter's wedding. Spent a little bit of time cleaning because I was never at home because I traveled so much. And I was going to Cornerstone, and I remember that Greg was doing the sermon on generosity. They were actually doing a building type thing. But through the sermon, God started doing something that I have never experienced in my life. Do you believe God has a plan for you? Yes. Amen. And in that time, every Sunday, I would come in, and I would literally could not sit still. I kept just like... And when I was hearing generosity, I was hearing something more than about money. I was hearing about how we have something to give to our community. And that's the love of Jesus. And I wasn't going to do that sitting in the church. And I just kept twisting around and twisting around. And finally, the burden, and that's what I want to call it, it was a burden because... I didn't, it wasn't a blessing because it felt really heavy. Every, but the burden had become so great because every time I walked into the community, someone would come up to me. This was in 2010. Remember what happened to our economy in 2010. We were feeling what happened in 2008 here in our little valley. And people were coming up to me and they were saying, man, you know, my husband lost his job or his hours were cut. And, you know, they were, they were saying, you know, we're making $30,000, $40,000. For some people, that's a lot of money. But for somebody who was making $70,000 and still had the same bills, and I just kept thinking, Lord, where, where do these people go? Would you know how to sign up for food stamps if you needed food stamps? Would you have somebody that would walk beside you during a time of crisis like that. And I just kept hearing the Lord speak on my heart. It's the church. It's, it's not an agency. It's the church. That's what they need. They just need to be loved. They need to be supported during this time. And so I wrestled with it for months. And then I finally went to Pastor Greg and Sherry and I, if you could throw up on looking at me, and she was like, just like, blah, 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 you know. And I remember Sherry looking at me, and she was like, ooh, that's quite the undertaking, Debbie. <laughs> and I'm like, I know it sounds crazy. Churches coming together and working and working and working, and it not be about one, one particular church, but it be about transformation of people's lives. No matter if you're someone in need, or if you're not. And so I had to overcome what the enemy was telling me in my mind. That I could never be used by God. And that was exactly what Satan wanted me to hear. I thought that I was unworthy. I have not lived a perfect life. A perfect Christian life. I walked away from church at 18 and didn't go back until I was 30. I am so thankful God protected me. And that's where the plan comes in. 
because he has a plan even if you walk away from it. He is wooing and drawing you back. I now know in my heart that I am forgiven for my sins, and I've had many, and I am victorious because I have Jesus here, and I am going to allow the Lord to use me in any way. I want to go out of this world kicking and screaming for him. And this is how he works. He loves to connect people. He loves to connect whatever your need is. And I want to share this as an example of something that sounds so small. I was trying to get in touch with Love, Inc. after Greg and Sherry shared Love, Inc. with me. And I was trying to get in touch with them. And they were in the middle of restructuring. Who would have ever thought they'd almost 30 years old and they're restructuring, could not reach them. And one Sunday, the church was doing something and they gave out an envelope to every person in the church and they told us not to open it till we got, it, got home. Of course, I got to the parking lot. That's about as far as I could go. And inside the envelope was $50. They had given each church member $50 to build up the kingdom and said, what are you going to do to build up the kingdom with the $50? And, of course, they preached on the talents, well, you know. And I sat there, and I was like, oh, my Lord, I do not want to bury it. I do not want to bury it. And I just kept thinking, what am I going to use this $50 for? I don't want to use it, and it'd be just used for nothing. Again, I'd been trying to get in touch with Loving for months, on Monday, I get an email from, from Love, Inc., and they said, we're sorry, we've been restructuring. The startup kit is $50. <laughs> so I knew right then. <laughs> I ran to the cabinet, I got the $50 out, and that's where I planted that. But see, he's in the detail. He is in everything. He will provide everything. And I believe that as loving is growing, and as we're seeing the stories come out of it, he is trying to use us as a connector for hope. That's, that's what he is putting on my heart right now. He's putting another burden there. I don't know what that means. I don't. But I know there is a burden that we are going to connect people, whether it is a neighbor who is in need or whether it is a volunteer who is coming in there to give everything they have, but they're still feeling defeated. Do you know how many defeated Christians we have sitting in churches? You know, God needs, we need the body. We need the body. As I look at the stories of the neighbors' lives that have been transformed or in, the, or in the process of being transformed, and I look at the volunteers 
that are being transformed. Their lives are not the same. You talk to people who are volunteering with Love, Inc., and for many of them, it's the first time they've come outside the church and got into working with people in our community. From delivering furniture to, you know, answering phones to sharing Jesus. I'm embarrassed to say that until I went to Love, Inc., I never had led anybody to Christ. And a lot of times we go through this thing and we say, well, as long as we have thing, then that's good enough to do. And we look good and everybody sees this positive thing, then that's good enough. But I found out with my mother-in-law, that's not good enough. Because he put a burden on my heart and I was so afraid. I was afraid. And then my daughter texts me and says, Mom, you need to go talk to Nana about Jesus. And so I go to the hospital, and I share Jesus with my mother-in-law. And the whole time in my head, I'm thinking, if she says no, if she says no, if she says no, it's not about me. My son was there. He witnessed that. And my mother-in-law, who could barely speak, repeated my prayer word for word. And I think about it. How many times have I missed those chances because of fear? Or thinking I would say the wrong thing. These are people, there's people hurting in our community who need hope. They need hope. We're seeing churches. The churches are changing. People are joining the churches from our community. There's one church in particular that I went to church. Well, actually, I went to someone with three people were uh, joining the church from Love, Inc. So I went to be there so I could support them. This church had gone from 45 people, and most of them knew each other and had grown up with each other, and, you know, to now they have over 90 people coming. And that day they're sitting there and they're talking about buying a second van. Speak in faith that that van was going to be filled with people. And I remember sitting there looking around because I know a lot of these people. (laughs) And when they're talking about circling something, I'm thinking, wow, they've done read the circle maker, you know. And I'll never forget this. What I saw was they were speaking vision. They were speaking faith. And it was because people started to come that were hurting and broken. And they needed to get to them, so they needed another van because they had filled up the one van. Three days later, I'm driving to work. I almost wrecked because they're set, the second van in their parking lot. I was just blown away. Just remember one thing. Moses, Daniel, ordinary people. He used Moses, Daniel, Peter, and John. And if he can use them, he can use us. It's only by his faith and grace that we get to do anything in this life, that we get to get up in the morning. (laughs) 
But I just believe that he has big plans for this community. And I believe he has big plans for Love, Inc. being part of that. But I also know that my journey, my personal journey, nothing is by accident. God knew when he called me to this meeting here, and Jim scared me the bejeebies out of me, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I had, no, I'll tell you why, I'll tell you why. I'd, I'd been to a pastor's meeting, I'd shared Love, Inc., and I had a pastor that came after me very um, vigorously with theology. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so the next meeting that was called, we were at Greenmont, and all these pastors were coming in, and, you know, I knew most of them. Well, I didn't know Jim. And he comes in, and he sets down, and he does the word. <laughs> but he's looking over his glasses at me. <laughs> and I'm sharing, I'm sharing whatever I knew about Love, Inc. It wasn't a whole lot at that time, but I was sharing it. And I'm thinking, in my head, am I going to even ask if anybody has a question? Or I'm just going to end this thing right here, and I'm leaving, you know? <laughs> but, you know, after I finished, Jim said, spoke the words he said a minute ago. He said, young lady, where have you been? We're so glad that he's called you to this. He was my biggest supporter there. And I just remember thinking, there goes your mind. You're letting your mind decide, you know. But he was precious, and he has been the, one of my biggest supporters since then. So Loving Ministries, we're just believing that with all things, all things are possible. Because that's, we stand on the Lord. Personally, I believe Love, Inc. was brought into my life because of the journey that we are having with my daughter. I think about that. You know, God, it wasn't a surprise to God. And he knew that I was going to need more than me. White Hill Cornerstone has walked with me. White Hill Church of the Brethren has walked with me. Rejoicing Life has walked with me. And I can go on and on and on about pastors and members of churches who have come to Jess's home and prayed with us in the good and the bad. And I think about that. I think about what would it have been like if I would have just kept sitting in that chair. God would have picked someone else. Love, Inc. would have come because it was anointed by the Holy Spirit. But I would not have been able to be part of this journey. And I would not have been able to be, you know, there's times in, the, in this journey that I have felt that I couldn't, I couldn't get up. I've been in a fetal position on the floor. If you believe that, that it happens, it does. Because you don't know what to do. And this is your baby. But I feel your prayers. And the one thing that I've learned out of all of this is that I do not tell people I'm going to pray for them and not do it. And I was bad about that. I'd see somebody, and they would start telling me, I'll, I'll pray for you, and pew, down the aisle I went. 
But I now know how important those prayers are because someone's day, someone's life could depend on it. So I am so thankful that God has allowed me to be part of a ministry that has a vision of not just doing good stuff, because we do really good stuff, but about expanding the kingdom, about affecting churches, about connecting people to places that they will be loved on. That's what we're about. And you know, sometimes there's so many times that we don't know what we're doing. Sometimes we feel like, okay, we've gone through the day. We feel like we've done good things. But have we really affected people's lives? And I am so blessed that on a probably a weekly basis, I have somebody come and say, I am so thankful for loving. I am so thankful for Sherry and Jim. I am so thankful for this or that. But then there's those times where we don't even know. We have no idea. And Jess has been getting a card from a, a woman in beautiful cards and the readers every week. She sends the most beautiful cards. And the reason I know that is there's times when she is so ill that she can't open them. So she asked me to open and read them to her. And so, you know, I said, well, do you know who she is? No. Do you know? Mm, no. And so three months ago when Jess was put on hospice, I started getting this card. And I'm like, I have no idea who this woman is. I have no idea. Well, this week, I got the card. And it basically, it just says, Debbie, keeping you and your family in prayer, may God shower you with love and, and peace. Your small seed has helped a lot of people, including Nelson. Before he passed, you inspired him to help others. I thank you, and may God shower you with sunshine and beautiful flowers. Nelson was a, a gentleman who, who came from Cornerstone and was on our delivery teams. He was quiet. He really didn't say a whole lot. I would have never known that, you know, because to me, he was always a giving person. So we don't know when that stopping in the middle of the store or speaking kind words or what we can do that is going to touch someone's life with love and compassion. So I thank you. I do have a video to show that will give you a little bit more about Love, Inc., and I, I do ask for prayers for this ministry. We recently brought, I don't know, some of you came, but his name is Lonnie Riley, and he is a um, former pastor from Lynch, Kentucky. And, and I was having lunch with him and just sharing some of the challenges. And we are having some challenges right now. But some of the challenges that we were having, and it was really interesting because he encouraged me that his ministry is having some of the same challenges. Um, and so it was like, oh, 
okay, it's not just us. Um, but one of the things he said that sort of has stayed in my mind, and I've been trying to mull over it and say, okay, what, what does this mean? But he said, he said, I don't like to give the enemy any credit for anything. And he said, yes, I know there's a, he can. Because I come to steal, kill, and destroy everything that he can. But he says, I don't like to give him credit for it because I believe that the way we defeat the enemy is how we react to things. And do we give God the glory instead of, you know, oh, I'm so defeated. He is, he's trying to, yes, he is. But my God's bigger than that. And my God has an amazing plan with or without me. And so I have to just trust and know that, you know, loving's going to thrive because the Holy Spirit is there. We welcome him. We seek him. You know, we have imperfect people that are there because <laughs> I'm one of them. And I can guarantee you, every day, I stumble. But I know I have a Father who loves me beyond measure, as he loves each of you. And he has each given you gifts and talents that you can use here and you can use outside of this church. And I pray that someone here is squirming in their seats with a vision. This is the burden God's put on my heart now. Going on, if I had not said, okay, Lord, I don't know what's going on, and I say that a lot, I don't know what's going on, but you do. If I hadn't have said that, then he'd have used someone else, and I'd have missed all these blessings, and I'd have missed the support. But how many other people are sitting here, and God has put a vision in your mind and in your heart, and you just keep setting on it? My prayer right now, and there's a past, another pastor in this community who's working, with, we're working together to bring people together with those types of things. Because, man, imagine if in every church in this valley, one or two people said, yes, I've got to, God has put something on my heart, and I want to take it out, and I want to do it. And we walked together and did that instead of someone trying to walk it alone. So I'm excited. I don't know what else is going to happen. I don't have to. I don't need to know. We are, um, and I'm saying this only because I'm praying somebody is being stirred here. We have some staffing opportunities at Love, Inc. In the past month, we have had three staff people resign. But let me tell you why. They're going into ministry. It could be a launching ground. What's pulled them? And, I, and I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, man, if we could be a launching ground, what's that going to look like for people to say, you know what? And both, every one of them said, it would be so much easier to stay here. But I just know God wants me to do this. And I'm like, then I am with you. I support you. I love you. And I will be praying for you. And then we did have one of our, our office manager whose husband of almost 50 years had a major massive stroke on Thursday. So I'm going to need a volunteer. I'm going to need somebody to stand in her gap 
while she is out caring for her husband. So those are some needs. And there's people here to fill those needs. I know it. And you will be blessed. So thank you. Uh, I hope I didn't ramble too much. And I just, hmm? Talk till I'm finished. <laughs> I'm finished. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I do want you to watch this video. And I pray that you will hear, um, you will hear the heart of what we're doing. Thank you.